This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. I am here with Marco Permunian, the head of the U.S. Office of Italian Citizenship Assistance and an Italian attorney. And I am Rafael Di Furia. And today we are back to answer some more of your questions. Of course, if you have any questions about anything that we talk about in this video, if you need any further clarifications, or if you have any questions completely unrelated to anything that we talk about in this video, feel free to leave that down in the comment section below or to contact Italian Citizenship Assistance through their website form. So let's get started and starting off with a question from Mr. D. Touching on the subject of the 1948 rule, if going through your company, meaning Italian Citizenship Assistance, and having the case brought in front of the court in Rome, will he have to go to Italy to finalize the process in order to apply for his Italian passport? Or can he do it at the consulate in the US? Or would he have to go to Italy and apply for the passport after? he's received the final verdict. When applying for citizenship through a 1948 case, the nice thing about it is that the petitioner never has to go to Italy during the process or to finalize the process. Because you are represented in Italy by an attorney, there is no need for you to travel to Italy to, for example, attend the hearings because the attorney will take care of that for you. And when the court finally grants citizenship to you, the attorney will also collect the final judgment and the final judgment will be registered at the Italian consulate, your local Italian consulate, which is what will allow you to then apply for an Italian passport at your local Italian consulate. So in conclusion, there is no need for you to travel to Italy at any time during this type of process. It's very interesting. I mean, that makes a big difference between the 1948 process and the Jure Sanguinis process. Also, by the way, I forgot to mention that was actually on our first video podcast episode uh, about Jure Sanguinis. So moving on to the next question from that same episode, the first episode about Jure Sanguinis from Anne-Marie M. So am I correct in thinking that if my grandfather came to the U.S. in 1919 and my father was born in 1934 and if my grandfather naturalized in 1938 that I would be eligible for Italian citizenship? Yes, you are correct. As we said in the previous episodes, the main requirement for you to be eligible to apply for Italian citizenship by descent is that your Italian-born ancestor did not become naturalized prior to the birth of his or her child born in the US. So in your case, if your grandfather became naturalized after your father's birth in the US, so as long as your father was born in the US, you will qualify for Italian citizenship by descent. Very interesting. And so basically all that would be required would be that she just has to show that this was actually the case rather than just saying it. She needs to be able to document it. Exactly. So she has to collect documents proving when exactly her grandfather became naturalized and those documents will need to be presented to the Italian consulate in the U.S. when applying for Italian citizenship. All right. And moving on to the next question from episode three about 1948 judicial cases. From Frank M., is there a checklist of what is needed for citizenship? That is, things 
paperwork names of towns where his family comes from, uh, that he would need to prove and do prior to the beginning of the process? So to support a 1948 case, you have to collect all the documents, so the vital record documents, meaning birth certificates, marriage records, that certificates for the individuals in your Italian line, starting from the Italian ancestor, the person who emigrated from Italy to the US, down to you. You also need naturalization records for your Italian ancestor to prove when he became or she became naturalized. And if you are applying through your, say, great-grandmother, but also your great-grandfather emigrated to the U.S., but you don't qualify for citizenship through your great-grandfather because he became naturalized before the birth of his child, then it would be advisable also to submit documents showing why you don't qualify for citizenship through your grandfather, meaning his naturalization records, showing that he became naturalized prior to the birth of his child and his birth certificate. And of course, to be able to collect all of these documents, you need to be aware of where and when the major life events occurred. So you need to know where your Italian ancestor or ancestors were from and where, where all the other people in your Italian line were from and the dates of marriage, dates of birth and date of naturalization. So if you don't have that information, it's best probably to start with research to track down all of that information. And we did actually an episode where we discussed about the documents required and genealogy research. And of course, this is something that we at Italian Citizenship Assistance help people with. Like I said in that episode uh, about gathering the documents, this is something that I'm extremely impressed by the skill of your team and just how far they go and how deep they get into it is truly amazing. Anyway, moving on to another question from episode three about 1948. Another question from Mr. D. Uh, what if a person wants to be recognized as an Italian citizen, but one of their parents or grandparents didn't or don't want to go through the process, or if one or more of them are deceased. So, to be able to apply for Italian citizenship by descent, if you have living ascendants, they do not have to apply for Italian citizenship in order for you to be able to apply for Italian citizenship. And the reason behind that is that all of these people, including yourself, are already Italian citizens, so there is no need for them to go through the process. You can go through the process and the consulate will grant citizenship to you only, but implicitly they will recognize that they were also Italian citizens. And even if they don't have to go through the process themselves in order to be able in order for you to be able to apply for citizenship by descent, they may have to sign documents allowing you to get their personal vital record documents. But they do have to sign documents if you are applying at an Italian consulate in the US, even if they're not interested in going through the process, documents which allow you to actually apply. And these documents are basically affidavits where they declare that they never renounced their Italian citizenship. And this is something where I know some people deal with an issue that uh, people are concerned about their privacy and all of these sorts of things. And 
if someone signs one of these affidavits, they're not giving their life away. They're not signing anything. It's just that they are saying that they are this person and that they consent basically to um, the Italian government holding on to this information, basically just in the same way that the United States government would like. The, the U.S. government has a record of their birth, their marriage, whatever they may have. Basically what this is is recreating that same kind of set of documents, but in Italy it's just, again, because there are some people who do get concerned about that that might get a little bit spooked, it's something that if you explain it to that um, that person in your family uh, and tell them what it's for, then that may help them to understand better. Because I, again, I realize in some cases this can come up and I have definitely spoken to people that have had to get over this issue. And uh, it's just mostly about uh, talking to them and explaining it out to them in a calm way. And maybe another interesting piece of information is that if you are applying for Italian citizenship by descent directly in Italy, these forms, so these affidavits, are not necessary. So if you have living ascendants, they do not have to sign anything allowing you to apply for Italian citizenship if you are applying for Italian citizenship directly in Italy. So in that sort of situation where maybe family members aren't talking to each other, but one of them is for sure still alive, that could be an interesting way to get around that situation. Exactly. As long as you are legally able to get their personal vital record documents, though. Mm -hmm. So their birth certificates and marriage records. So as long as the access to those documents is not restricted, and as long as you are willing to travel to Italy to apply for citizenship, you'll be fine. And what about in the situation where maybe someone doesn't know if their ascendant is living or not? Um, would they need to find those vital records first, the, the death certificate, even if they don't know if that person is dead or not? Definitely. I think in those situations, you would have to gather information first to um, understand kind of what the situation is, and then you proceed accordingly to, to what you found out. And moving on, we have another question from Mr. D on episode four about jure matrimoni, citizenship through marriage. In reference to criminal background checks for the spouse married to the Italian citizen, are they the only one that needs this? Does the Italian citizen need the same for their recognition process as well? No, the Italian citizen does not have to get any criminal background check in order for their spouse to be able to apply for Italian citizenship through marriage. So the non-Italian spouse is the only one who needs to get criminal background checks to prove that they didn't commit any crime. And I think a point that I mentioned actually in that video was basically in the same way that if you're an American living in America, even if you have a criminal record there, you were saying that even if you have a criminal record there um, and you're an Italian citizen, that they can't do much about it because you're an Italian citizen from birth. Exactly. Uh, anyway, moving on to episode five, I believe, frequently asked questions number one from Catherine. My son's paternal grandfather was a lifelong Italian citizen, but immigrated to the U.S. as an adult. His son, born in the U.S. in the 1960s, was born a U.S. citizen and is still a U.S. citizen, but never renounced his right to become an Italian citizen for his and my U.S. citizen son to become an Italian citizen. Does his father need to become an Italian citizen first? Thanks for the great videos. Thanks, Catherine. Thank you. 
In order for your son to be able to apply for Italian citizenship by descent, his father doesn't have to apply for Italian citizenship first or at all, as long as your son is over 18. Because if your son is still a minor, then his application will be connected to the application of his father. So his application will be included in his, in his father's application. Other than if the other than if her son is close to the age of 18 where he may be included but would need to apply after the fact. Yes. And moving on to the next question from Q&A number one, episode seven from Michele H. Can you mail the documents to the comune that your ancestor came from, such as their documents that are from the U.S.? And since the consulates have a wait time for appointments for two years, so I'm thinking that he's meaning, can you do the citizenship process simply by mail? As we all know, the wait time at an Italian consulate in the U.S. can be very long. So a lot of people wonder how do I go about doing the process in Italy? And can I do the process just by mail? And the answer, unfortunately, is no, you can't. Because in order to be able to apply for citizenship directly in Italy, you have to become a resident of Italy. So you actually have to relocate to Italy in order to be able to start the citizenship process there. So you need to have an apartment where you're gonna reside and you're gonna have to meet in person with the uh, people at the town hall and you have to have meetings at other different offices like the local immigration office. So it is definitely not possible to apply for Italian citizenship by mailing the documents directly to Italy. This is also, I think, why you said why uh, even in a recent episode that it's not possible to come. I actually think it was the last Q&A or uh, a recent video anyway, uh, that it is not possible to come to Italy just on a vacation and apply for citizenship just come in, pop in for a week, and then hop out. Exactly. You would have to consider that you would at least need to be in Italy for the majority of the duration of the process. And moving on to our last question of the day from Al D. On episode number eight, documents required. Good morning, sirs. Does the Italian citizenship assistance offer a turnkey service in acquiring Italian citizenship? Please let me know as I would be interested in getting it done. Thank you for your question. And yes, we do offer a turnkey service. So we help people from beginning to end, regardless of the type of process they are uh, needing to go through. So for instance, if you're applying for Italian citizenship by descent and an Italian consulate, we help you gather all the documents from Italy, the US. So put together all your documents. We do genealogy research. We help you with amendments to the documents when the information is not consistent. We help you get uh, the authentications, certifications, apostilles. We do the translations. We offer legal advice throughout the process and we prepare you for your appointment with the consulate which we book and we are generally always available during the process to answer any questions or any concerns that you may have and we even assist you after the appointment with a consulate when it's time to apply for an Italian passport. If you are going through a different type of process like citizenship through marriage 
or a 1948 case, we help you in the same way. So in regards to citizenship through marriage, we help you gather all the criminal background checks that are needed for the process, the birth certificate, the marriage record from Italy. We help you submit the citizenship application in the on the website of the Italian Ministry of Interior. And finally, if you are going through a 1948 case, we help you not only gather all the documents needed to support your petition, but we also represent you in court in Italy. We pick up the final judgment when the court grants citizenship to you, and we help you register the final judgment and your birth certificate in Italy. And then finally, we help you apply for an Italian passport. I really have to say, again, I'm very impressed with the level of service that you guys offer. Anyway, I think we have run out of questions for today. And thank you all so much for joining us for another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, if you have any questions about anything we've spoken about today, feel free to leave that down in the comment section below. Or for any personal questions, feel free to ask through the ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com contact page. Anyway, we look forward to seeing you all next time in the next podcast. Have a great one. See ya. Ciao.